Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of NBA DFS Today. I am your host, Keith Cork, and uh, man, I'm glad I decided to wait to record this. <laughs> I was so dead tired last night. I actually sat down to record this, and I got about a minute and a half in, and I said, you know what, I just, I can't. <laughs> but hey, congratulations to my brother, Sean, getting married. He's a married man as of today. And uh, it was a wonderful wedding. We had a wonderful time. I am ready to win you guys some money in DFS, though. It's a seven-game slate on DraftKings for this Saturday. Uh, this is the first real slate for me. First good real slate. Um, because it is, uh, you know, obviously when you have a 12-game slate, 11-game slate, there are a whole lot of choices. It's hard uh, to make that decision. But when you have like a you know small two-game slate or something like that, uh, which is we've had a couple times already. It's also you have limited, you know, options. And I've done better on the two game slates than I have the the larger slates, honestly. But uh, these are my favorite. The ones actually my favorite are like the four, five, six game slates. This is a little bit bigger than my favorites, but seven is is pretty manageable. You can kind of dive in a little deeper to each each game. Um. So yeah, just in general. Uh, I just, I love, you know, again, we're going to get some Phoenix Suns value because we don't have uh, Booker or Beal. <coughs> we have some other valuable guys here, too. There's a couple of games here I'm targeting. I'm not going to talk about all seven games, and that's going to be a theme throughout the season. Uh, this is more of a primer, obviously, but I'll, and so get the NBA, uh, you know, DFS pass for five bucks a month at sportsethos.com to get everything else. But there's only, uh, you know, uh, there's some games I'm just not inspired by. So we're just going to talk about the games I, I do like, where I do see some value. Um, and first off on the, on the list here, it's Memphis, Washington. And I'm not like loving everything about this game, but I am a big believer that the, <laughs> the Wizards are bad and the, and the Grizzlies are, are going to be, you know, they're going to be okay. Um, I don't think they're great without John Morant. I think they're going to struggle to win against good teams, but this is not a good team. The Wizards are bad. No one wants to play defense on the Wizards. Nobody wants to play on the Wizards. Uh, it's just a bunch of, a, a random assemblage of, of folks, <clears throat> and it's hard to see exactly what they're going to be doing, uh, you know, the rest of the season. So it's just, it's hard for those players to be motivated because they know they're not playing for anything. But anywho, let's get talk about some DFS. Um, Jerry Jackson Jr., 7,800. I love the spot. Love it. Love, love, love it. <clears throat> they are... Um, who's going to go? I mean, it could be I mean, Kyle Kuzma, maybe, uh, or Danny Abija could could try to guard Jerry Jackson Jr. I don't see either of those guys shutting him down. Just not going to happen. Um, <clears throat> so I think he's going to have a big game. And so I've got him in my lineup here, 7,800. Uh, just had a, a big game. Uh, he, he only had, what, 28 minutes last night? Um, oh, it, it, this is a good uh, a slate that has a lot of back-to-backs. <laughs> so we need to be wary of that. So this is a back-to-back for the Memphis Grizzlies. It is not for the Washington Wizards. Um, I'm not worried about it. I think the Grizzlies are young enough. It's only about a 2-hour and 10-minute flight from uh, Memphis to Washington. And... I just think they're the far superior team. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. So, you know, Jerry Jackson Jr. has struggled through foul trouble. The first two games, 27.25 uh, 
decay points in the first one. And then we have um, 42.25 decay points in that last one. And, uh, you know, I, I just think this is an opportunity for him to go absolutely bananas. And, you know, obviously the Grizzlies want to win. They want to turn this season around as quickly as possible. So I like me some Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, another guy I've got in my lineup here, I'm not in love with it, but Marcus Smart at 5,900. Just based on what he's going to do for this team without uh, John Morant. I mean, you know, 11 uh, shot attempts in the first game, 13 in the second. We know the steals are going to be there. We know the assists are going to be there. It's all about whether or not he's just hitting those those jumpers. He's had a couple of really good games here to start the season. So I'm not... Um, it, it always makes me a little wary, right? Because I'm not just not sure if that's going to be the case uh, going forward. That he's going to hit all those shots. Because he is a streaky shooter. He does have games where he just absolutely, you know, bombs. So that could happen here. So maybe I'll see if I can work off of him. Um, on the Wizards side, I mean, I'm not, you know, <laughs> I, I don't I don't really know who wants to play on this team. Uh, and the pricing just doesn't jump out at me. If, if Denny was, was cheaper, I might go that route just because he's, you know, able to produce across the board. But uh, Tyus Jones at 6,000 is, is kind of interesting, actually. Um but yeah, not, not not in love with this place, to be honest with you guys. So, there you go. By the way, that game um, has a one point spread only. Of course, it's back to back for the Wizard or for the uh, Grizzlies, so that's why. Uh, but it's in favor of the Grizzlies minus one ten on DK. Uh, Two twenty eight is the game total. So, there you go. Now the Knicks and, and Pelicans. I'm gonna skip over that. I'm just not super interested in that game. Don't see anything in the pricing. Don't see anything worth pace that's going to make me. I mean, you know, you know, let me see what the what the game total is for that because I don't think I even looked at it. But yeah, two twenty four. It's not the lowest on the slate. Um, it's not too bad actually. But I'm just not not interested in that one. Um, Knicks Pelicans. I think I mean you know obviously Brunson, you know Randall. These are good tournament guys. You can absolutely put them in. Um, Zion's 9,100. I just, I don't know if I can go there with other guys on the slate there like that. Um, yeah. Quickly's 5,700. That's kind of jumping out to me a little bit here, but I'm not, no, I'm not just not going to skip it. Uh, Chicago, Detroit is the next game I'm really into that I want to talk about. And, uh, just watched the Bulls go into OT. It was a very tough game against the, the Raptors. It was actually a really exciting game. Um, Came back at the very end on a, a DeMar DeRozan three-point attempt. He was fouled, and then he missed the last one, but then they got the... No, they didn't get the rebound, sorry. The, the Raptors uh, committed a foul, I believe, on the inbounds or something like that. Yeah, he was in the inbounds. And then they fouled on uh, DeMar DeRozan's uh, shot attempt at the end. And then he only made one of two of those, so he went in overtime. Uh, Bulls, lose, or Bulls win, Bulls win. So that was nice um, for me. I was happy about that. But uh, but it was a tough game. Um, you know, these guys are tired. Zach Levine is potentially injured. He came up hobbled on a uh, a bat, you know, a, a dunk. He he tweaked his back a little bit. He is listed as probable, so I, I do expect him to play here. But 
I don't know. It, it does seem like maybe this is a situation where other guys in the team step up a little bit more. But on my Bulls, um, I'm not going to go absolutely ham. The only one that really jumped out to me here uh, was Kobe White at 4,800. Kobe has been getting just incredible usage uh, to start this season. He has yet to have a good shooting game. 5 of 15 in the last one, 4 of 14 in the first one. Uh, eight assists and four assists. So yeah, twenty-seven DK points and thirty-eight DK points. I mean, just he's only forty-eight hundred. Anyone that's forty-eight hundred or less, you're going to struggle to find a guy that has this kind of uh, role on their team. It is a back-to-back, so he's one of the younger guys. Hopefully, that means he can go in there and just absolutely crush it. Um, you know, maybe he steps into a few extra minutes with Zach Levine being a little banged up. A new thing is possible. Um, that's really the only guy I'm looking at though here on the, on the Bulls. Um, I think, you know, when it comes to their, uh, stars, actually, no, sorry. I have two people in here. I also have DeMar DeRozan, uh, who has just been incredible as well. And if we're going to talk about, you know, Zach Levine being a little banged up, uh, DeMar obviously can have huge games. He did in the last one. Um, but it was more, you know, he's got to get to the line. I mean, really that's what it comes down to. If he can get to the line and be aggressive and stay aggressive and keep attacking and getting to the to the foul line, he's going to make shots there, of course. Um, and you know, we're talking about you know, pretty pretty massive upside here if he has a big game, uh, if he has a really good shooting game. Um, Bulls want to keep this thing going. Detroit, you know, not not a great team. It, theoretically, it's a team that Demar Derozan should be able to to absolutely obliterate. But I think you know he should be in your in your lineups or in your uh, player pool. I think Vucevic at seventy four hundred as well, and I do think Zach Levine at seventy three hundred. If you really really want to be risky, I don't know if it's necessary on this slate, but um, he always has the uh, ability to go nuclear. So don't sleep on that. Um, Detroit, <laughs> Detroit does. Interest me from a standpoint of, excuse me, had a cough a little bit there. My apologies. Okay, so uh, Detroit does his impress me in, the, in terms of like being better than I expect them to be so far. Um, I've liked what I've seen of the you know maybe half of, of a bas- of a real basketball game that I've watched of theirs. Um, I like the role of Oscar Thompson. He's only fifty six hundred. I think he's someone that. We'll see it rostered more and more as the season goes on. He did do, you know, he's been pretty heavily involved um, and hasn't really shot the ball well yet. Um, but he's been out there for 27, 30 minutes. Um, and, you know, the, the price point's fair here. You're getting rebounds, you're getting assists. And you're going to get some stocks as well. So... Uh, you just hope the points will be there, and he could he could have a, a, a really big game, I think, at some point. Hoping it's not against the Bulls here. Not in my current lineup, but he does intrigue me. Jalen Duran just had a big game, but it was against Charlotte. So I think he's going to go over-owned here. I don't really want him in my lineups um, against the Bulls, who are actually a pretty decent defensive team. So, yeah. That's all I'm thinking on the Detroit side there. Um, Philadelphia, Toronto, again, not, not inspired there. Nothing jumps out to me in terms of pricing. Obviously, James Harden's out, but we've already had a pricing adjusted for that. 
Um, Ubre was the big guy, the big win from last slate that I, I suggested that these guys played. And, um, yeah, he came through. Absolutely came through. Um, issue is, I mean, he's 5,700 now, and he, they're playing against Toronto. Um, oh, right, I should probably mention <laughs> back-to-backs. I know Toronto's on the back-to-back with, you know, obviously um, a lot of minutes played, as I just mentioned. Philadelphia's four-point favorites, uh, 214's the, the game total there, so low game total. So like I said, you know, that, that's one reason just to fade it alone is just the game total's too low compared to other game, you know, games of the slate. It's like about 14 points lower than some of the other games, 12 points lower. Um, so I'm just not inspired by that one. So we're going to skip that one. Indiana and Cleveland, I am also, unfortunately, uh, not super inspired. Um, I mean, maybe if Garland's out, you know, I, I went with Donovan Mitchell in the last slate, and obviously that paid off. Um, it's a pretty easy call there. Obviously, Curtis Levert, if, if uh, Garland is out, it looks like Garland's, he was listed as questionable. Um, he was really a true game time decision on Friday. It's a back-to-back. I get the feeling he's going to play. Um, they just held him out because it was a back-to-back, and they said, you know what, we'd rather just have you against Indiana. Um, so, you know, if he does play, I, I think it just kills all that other value. <clears throat> I know Terrace Halliburton is listed as questionable, so that's a big one to keep your eye on. Uh, again, get the DFS pass, 5 bucks a month. Come hang out with us in the Discord, and we will walk you through... All that last-minute stuff. One guy I did have in my lineup here that um, I swapped out is uh, Max Struess, 5,300. Max Struess has been shooting a ton of shots. 13 three-pointers in the first game, 11 three-pointers in the second game. He just shot it terribly last game. But the thing is, he's exactly what that, that Cleveland team needed. He brings a lot of the skills from the shooting angle, um, f- from a playmaking angle that that they were missing, I think. Um, and, and I know that's kind of strange to say about Max Struess, but Max, the Struess is loose. Max Struess is actually a really uh, talented NBA player. I've watched him on a few teams, obviously. Um, well, we all have. Uh, but I watched him on the Bulls, where he wasn't really well-known. Uh, obviously, he had that big uh, what was it, ACL injury, I think it was catastrophic injury so he didn't play for the Bulls very long but from what I did see he did look like a a nice talent there um but 54 DK points in that first game and he only had 26 in the last one but the thing is he only shot three of 14 from the field and two of 11 from three um so if you you know maybe he makes three more of those threes and he ends up getting five threes and that's that's nine more points you're talking 34 ish point DK points I think in there um, math, math is hard, but 5,300, I just think that's a misprice there. So, um, you know, I think he's a guy that you, you should look at heavily there in that game, even though I'm not super interested in that game in general. Uh, I do think from a pricing standpoint, that's the guy that, uh, you know, I'm looking at to kind of fill in, uh, the rest of my, fill in my roster there. I think, I think there's just a lot of meat on that phone. Let's put it that way. All right. Miami and Minnesota. Um, in theory, I would like this game. Uh, I'm not super into it, honestly. Um, let's see. Who's on a back-to-back here? I think I want to say Miami's on the back-to-back. Uh, well, it's five-point favorites for the, uh, Timberwolves. 
Yeah, Miami just played Boston. I remember that. Um, I don't think the Minnesota Timberwolves played yesterday. I don't I have to look. <laughs> uh, but I don't believe they did. Um, this is what happens when you have 11 game slates and you're like, I, I can't remember. Yeah, they did not play yesterday. So um, theoretically, the, the Wolves should be um, you know up for this one. 218 is the game total. I'm just not loving anything with the pricing here. Uh, I can't even really give you a play of the game because they're just. Um, I mean, I like I like Caleb Martin uh, at forty five hundred. I n- I know that he just burned us by playing twenty minutes and now he's injured. Uh, he shot one of seven from the field. I'm uh, you know not in love with that play. I think it's a risky play, but I do like that play. So uh, Caleb Martin's a guy to look at there. I think there are other options, so you don't have to go there. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm, I, that's the game I'm not really into. Utah Phoenix though. Let's talk about it because. We have a lot of Phoenix value yet again for a third slate in a row that they've played on. Um, and uh, the Suns just played a couple days ago. They were on that small slate. And then the Jazz, I don't... Um, I'm not, I, don't I think, that yeah, they did play yesterday. They played the Clippers yesterday. And 120-118 was that final there. Uh, they barely beat the Clippers. So that's a nice win for them. Um, but we have Booker as doubtful and we have Beal as already out with his back injury. So we've got Phoenix, um, value again, yet again. And here, what I'm looking for at is I'm looking at, uh, obviously, I mean, you know, it's the same guy everyone's looking at. Um, so it's not really going to come as any surprise, but you know, Josh Okoge, Eric Gordon, um, and I'm going to throw in, uh, well, Grayson Allen, I'll throw him in there as well. So he's a guy you should look at. And I'm going to throw in there Goodwin. Um, you know, Jordan Goodwin has gotten 30, he got 30 points in that last game. Or 30 minutes, I'm sorry. 30 minutes in that last game. Scored 28.5 DK points. Uh, I think you really have to look at that heavily um, and really consider him. If he's going to get 30 minutes, which you think he very well could, Without those other guys, I think, you know, they need a shooting. I do think he is a guy you should be looking at heavily. So 4,400 for Jordan Goodwin. Eric Gordon, 4,800, also a guy that you should be looking at heavily, heavily, heavily. 16 shot attempts in both the first two games. And lots of shot attempts from distance. I know he has not had a good game yet. He has not hit. And it's easy to crap on him because he's old and struggling. But... We've seen him go off in the past. He's had big games in the past. And so I think in GPP, he's a, he's a smash play, especially for cash. He's maybe a little bit risky. Um, you could probably spend up to 200 to get to a Kogi in that scenario. And obviously I've got no qualms with that. Um, or you can even go down a little bit and go to Grayson Allen if you want to go a little safer. Grayson Allen, uh, it looks like he's probably not going to do much besides just score those points. Well, he had some nice supporting stats in the last one, honestly. Let me see. He had, uh, yeah, four assists and six rebounds. But I just, that's really not his game. And he's not, he has not shot the ball with confidence. Um, I'll say that much. So it's been a struggle to, to really kind of back him as a, as a strong play. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it on that side. Uh, Utah, uh, let's talk Utah side. You know, if you want to run it back, I mean... I think stacking this game 
would make sense. Uh, oh, <laughs> probably should give you the totals and everything like that. So it's a 5.5 favorite in, in favor of the Suns. Again, they didn't play yesterday, so they should be favorites. But they don't have um, Beal uh, or Booker, so I don't really understand why they're super heavy favorites. 224 is that game total, so it's not too bad either. It's the same as another one. Uh, I'm fading up there, uh, the Knicks and the Pelicans, but I'd rather play this game. I'd rather stack it up just because of the pricing and uh, where the usage is going to break out and uh, the kind of guys you can get in that are going to have a role on the team. So for Utah, I mean, I think Laurie Market at, at 8900 is an attractive play for sure. You know, we're accustomed to thinking of Phoenix as like these defensive dynamos, and they do have some good defensive role players on their team, but they're not the same team they were, you know, just a few years ago. And being down two starters, um, I mean, they're going to be rolling out guys that aren't the best. <laughs> um, they played well in the last one, and, and, and they, they have the ability to play well. They're good role players. They did a really good job filling out that roster, but they're not the top-tier talent. Um, I think Walker Kessler is an interesting guy, 5,700. I don't think, you know, um, I'm not – I don't think that he's – safe in this scenario at all um they seem i mean he's very situation he's situational at this point like that's you know his minutes are going to come and go 22 21 minutes in the first two games he has not had a good game yet i know fancy season low fancy guys are, are upset but i just don't nothing in this game screams to me that walker kessler is gonna step up and have a big one He's not going to go blocking Kevin Durant. It'd be interesting they stuck him on Kevin Durant, but I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to do that. It's not like there's going to be a ton of missed shots that are going to, you know. I just don't. I just don't see this being the type of game environment that Walker Kessler thrives in. Taylor Norton Tucker's an interesting guy at five thousand, starting point guard for them, and um, you know if he does have a good shooting day, um, all the other supporting stats are there. I kind of view him, it's like, I almost view him as like a, a Killian Hayes almost. Like a, a better Killian Hayes. Just like, you know, if that shot's not falling, it can get rough. 17.75 DK points in that first game. Um, second game, he had 33.75, so he had a good game there. Eight assists, three steals. Can't, I mean, supporting stats are going to be there. I think 5,000 is a fair price. I don't think it's too expensive. And compared to what else is on the slate, I think you definitely have to have him at least in consideration uh, to play him there. Um, and that's really it. I mean, I, don't, I know I, there's some other guys I, I would kind of maybe think about, like Clarkson's interesting here. Um, you know, I, I'm interested in Sexton or Dunn if they end up, you know, if there's a, a game script where they end up getting 25 minutes. I just don't know if we can count on that. So I'm going to play a little, you know, Sexton's had 20 minutes in two straight games. So so I'm just gonna play a little little cautious here. And I'm not gonna play those guys. Um, but I do think that that you know guard rotation is pretty interesting over in Utah, and they're all pretty attractively priced. Um, you know, again, I don't think you know Phoenix is, is any defensive dynamos, but I do still think they're a pretty solid defensive team. So all right, guys, I struggled through it. I apologize. My throat's killing me. I had a big day yesterday with my brother's wedding uh, and all that good stuff, but I'm glad that you stuck it through with me. And uh, we just covered that seven-game slate and some of my favorite plays there. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at EthosKeith. 
uh, go follow the uh, at Ethos uh, DFS Twitter as well at Ethos DFS, and we'll be posting our uh, deliveries and all that. If you have the DFS pass, we'll be getting that out today to you. I'll actually be working on that here uh, in a minute. My heat's actually out, so I have to go fix that. But then I will go ahead and switch to taking care of that. But anyways, go follow us, guys. Uh, give me a like and subscribe wherever you are listening. Um, and yeah, go get that DFS pass. Until next time, everybody, go get that money. <laughs>